Cognitive Contortions is a podcast designed with the intent of diving deep into a variety of conspiracy theories. While the hosts have closely examined the information available, it should be noted that they are not experts in any field of any kind. The following audio content is intended for entertainment purposes only and can tend to be offensive, though it seems pertinent to acknowledge that depending on who you are, almost anything could be considered offensive. And the data presented should only be critiqued by the laziest of critics. Enjoy. The Pope is a lizard and so is the Queen who murdered Diana and got away clean. Obama's a Kenyan and Reagan caused AIDS. Do that again. Do that again. Yeah, I can hear the fuck out of that. Definitely don't do that. Oh, two ice into the microphone? <laughs> no. I'm gonna try to drink a little bit quieter because I could hear every time I swallowed it. Yeah, you could. Ugh. Yep. Somebody's gotta say it. What? I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Man, it came from behind. It came from behind. <laughs> All right, let's, let's start for real. Start for real? For real. <laughs> <laughs> what show, Pokemon man? was that? I don't know. All right. It's, it's really that sad. That was though. the. <laughs> it's the sad. It's Depressifon. Depressifon. <laughs> <laughs> I also realized. I'm sad. I also realized. Depressed. Listening to that last one, that what you were trying to tell us in the very beginning, you are still trying to tell us in the very end. We didn't get through much. No. <laughs> like, at all. I thought we did well, but like, it doesn't really matter what you think and yeah, what's actually true. Really, Especially of, when I you should... listen to the two-hour director's Oh, cut, yeah, dude. There's not shit going we on. We didn't talk about anything. Yeah, I felt like really good about that one. I was like, <laughs> hey, we're making progress. Let's choose two sentences. Kind of like kind of like editing writing or something. Mm-hmm. Let's choose like a little a paragraph. Okay. And really focus on that paragraph. And then for like 2 hours. Just the one paragraph. Yeah. We're going to get like fucking Bible study gonna on it. Like, we're going to go through this paragraph like, of the Bible. We're going to like, break down every word of every verse and what it means in the Hebrew and the Greek and the Roman and the Aramaic. We're going to compare every little bit of this fucking chapter here. We're going we're gonna to go through this one chapter. It's going to take us about a year. It's going to take us a year to get through this topic. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Cognitive Contortions Podcast. I am your host, Tyler John Henry. Hey. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> it's contagious. It. I'm Ty. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm Scott. I'll do that. I'll say it this time. I'll I'll mumble it this time. I think that's the best intro we've had so far. Probably. That it was, was fucking the terrible start. It was anyway, the quickest. Yeah. So, uh, recap. We'll actually try to get through a recap that makes sense this time. I need time it. A little rough for sure. So from the the get go, a uh, little bit about reptilians. How they have various levels. There are, of course, the Royal TC Akar, which are the fucking huge 25 feet tall, 1,500 pound motherfuckers. And then there's the other ones that are more like 6 feet tall, which are the workers, scientists, the boring day-to-day fellas. Low level. Low level nothings. Mostly we've been talking about David Icke, considering that he's the main guy who created this conspiracy theory. So it's kind of hard to talk about reptilians without talking about David Icke. Because too many of the questions about reptilians are, where do they come from? Why are they a thing? what who came up with this and the answer to who came up with this is too fascinating to ignore so we've been getting into him a little bit uh soccer player fella who got arthritis went to work for the bbc and was a member of the green party didn't pay his taxes his dad died started to have a mental break went to peru thought he was electrocuted by some rocks and that he tapped into the universal ether started channeling which was you know being told Hey, you can write stuff from the universal consciousness, which is everybody's subconscious collectively connected. And uh, then he got he got two wives for a little bit and uh, started telling everybody all this crazy stuff about how the world's going to end. We just did the first two episodes in three minutes. Crazy. You forgot the most important part, though. He uh, did all of this yeah. in a turquoise tracksuit. And in the turquoise, <laughs> turquoise tracksuit Jesus. Um, quick, <laughs> quick, mm-hmm. quick thing. Uh, just on the topic of David Icke, I was looking at our uh, Twitter page the other day. Yeah. It popped up. 
so much content on there. And <laughs> well, not yet. This hasn't started coming out yet. And I, so <laughs> I had a, I had a few of these in me. Mm-hmm. Naturally, what are, after, what are those? What are those for those six p.m. For the listening yeah, for the listening audience at home? What are what is a few? They don't know these? what is yeah, inside of you right now. Don't don't <laughs> sip it in the microphone. It's Jameson. Oh, it's delicious. Alcohol. So I thought I I saw David Ike under what I thought was followers, and I got so excited and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> we haven't even put out any episodes yet, and David Ike is following. He us. already knows what's going on. I was on. like, "That's awesome. Maybe we can, maybe we can talk to him." And then I, I'm kind of embarrassed at how long it took me to figure this out. I'm follow- we're following. I realized him. we're following David yes. Ike, and I was like, "I'm gonna go to bed." hundred percent. They both start with F, man. <laughs> and they're both almost the same word. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, I saw him on there too, and I like checked out his face, and I was like, "Yeah, he looks the part." Just it's- like his teeth are the brightest things I've ever seen. <laughs> His teeth are as bright as Joel Steen's entire face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is intense, but also I don't think uh, a truer statement has ever been spoken. It's like, you know how like, his face is like a big lie? Like, yeah. that's, that's just his teeth. Just his teeth, because all yeah. this shit has come through his mouth hole. I mean, I, I don't presume to understand what he does in his free time, but yes. Who, David Icke? Yeah, anyone. Be either one. one. Oh, either one. <laughs> Joel Olstein, I assume, just like rolls around in pits of money that he took from the needy and the poor, or the wealthy who, for some reason, feel good giving him money. Yeah, that checks mm. out. Uh, David Icke, uh, I think he just watches movies and pre- like seems to think that they're all indie films, and then writes it in his own <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> Like, oh, The Matrix. Oh, that's a new little interesting <laughs> film. I oh, nobody's ever heard of it. I'm going to write that down is my idea. What's uh, what's David Icke's financial situation? Does he make a lot of money off He's of this? He's fucking rich now. He's got enough money to get those teeth shined. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like sugar cubes, like straight out of the box. Never been licked. Those teeth. <laughs> like little Tic Tacs. Never been. He just has boxes of teeth at home he's got so much money that if he licks his teeth like they're ruined now pops them out puts in a new set daily disposable teeth daily disposable <laughs> dentures <laughs> that's what those are damn yeah actually well not disposable right what dentures yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if you technically anything is disposable if you throw it in the trash <laughs> it has been disposed of so. that's true daily that's, I mean, that's a lot of money for t- teeth like this guy's got a lot of teeth <laughs> uh i i want to say he's He's got at least like a couple cool million at this point, because uh, he has sold a lot of his books collectively slowly over the years. Uh, I think because they were not really anything anybody cared that much about. Publishing companies didn't really expect to get any royalties back from it, so yeah. he pretty much gets all of it, and he's sold enough copies of them that he's doing pretty well. I mean, this is literally all he does. He doesn't have a job, that must and be he nice. lives on the Isle of Wight, which is a very expensive place to live. He lives, like, relatively modestly there, but it's still, you know. See, no one cares when I have a mental breakdown. I just don't think it's on such a grand scale that I can make mm-hmm. money off of it. Well, you have to get at least marginally famous talking about soccer first or something. But... Well, maybe uh, we can find a little bit of fame from this podcast, and then I can have a mental breakdown. You heard it here first, folks. With content like this, it's going to happen all on its own. I mean, honestly, yeah. Mm. I don't need any fucking favors. <laughs> But give us money. Yeah. But yeah, um, so... <laughs> but give us money. <laughs> you know how. We're not going to tell you how to get it to us. You know how. Figure Are we going to have like a GoFundMe link on the on the page? Uh, we could do something. Do you like I mean, more content like this? Pay us. Pay us. Is, is it funny Back. but sounds terrible? Back. Money. <laughs> give us money. In all seriousness, the best way to help us get more money is to uh, download, share, like, subscribe, comment. The more you do that, the more that we get seen on iTunes and uh, different platforms. And the more that happens, the more likely we are to get advertisers, which means then we get funding. And the more downloads that happen after we get advertisers, the more money we get paid for the advertisements. And uh, you've heard how much bullshit we can make out of nothing. So imagine when there's some actual <laughs> material to work with. If we That'll could be get, fun. if we could get sponsored by Jameson, that would be cool because I'm drinking it literally every time. Uh, anyway, to answer your question, though, he's he's doing pretty well. I think I have some actual. What was my question? About I feel like that was not, so long whether ago. Whether or not he makes money <laughs> off of off of this. Yes, he does. And I think somewhere 
through in all of this, I have it written down. We might not get to where that is till next episode, based off of the rate that we've been getting through these. But hey, we might have gone backwards this session <laughs> already. Can you can you recap the last two again? Who is again? David? <laughs> Do you just want to start the whole episode over? Let's just start over from scratch, from the very beginning of it all. Right. Yeah, I don't feel good about any of this. <laughs> I didn't mean this episode. I meant all of it. Oh, go back to episode one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I haven't heard the. I'm kidding. It's pretty. I got. I got to listen to it's them. Pretty good. You do. All right, floor. The floor is lava. The floor is yours. Dude, I, real quick no, sidebar because we're so fucking. This far whole off the thing rails. is the sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking terrible. <laughs> we're like flailing around, we but we don't have any arms or just, legs. We might just start this one over. Yeah, um, I think we probably should. I, I think, think we, I think we, we just right, right in here. Cognitive Contortions is a podcast. The Pope is a lizard. That was good. Clean break. Clean break. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Cognitive Contortions Podcast. I am your host, Tyler John Henry. Hey, I'm Scott. I'm Ty. Hey, I'm Scott. I'm now, still, cut that shit out. Still All right, let's keep it rolling. Start over. <laughs> let's start over. <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize we were actually starting over. I didn't either. He, I made the that's, call. That's how you, you got, do You it, guys though. missed 40 minutes of this. A whole lot of nothing. A lot of nothing. You didn't miss shit. All right. Take three. Take yeah. three. Take three. Oh. Take three. Here we go. The Pope is a lizard. You ready? You ready? So Drink it. Get it down. Get it down. Episode three, boys. Episode three. Getting into some of David Icke's books. Yeah. Uh, Golf clap. Nothing? Oh. All of us? I had a cup in my hand. I can't. Scott's yeah. got a cup in his hand. That was just bad timing. Both hands. Golf even. clap. Sounds like I was just fapping over here. Oh. <laughs> take four. Take too. four, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three is just the intro for 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, so we ended off with David Icke and his turquoise period. He had his two wives and then he d- d- didn't have them. I don't remember when he loses his two wives. I don't remember if I put that down or not. But yeah, uh, so David Icke had his two have. wives, had his press conference, told everybody a whole lot of things about how the world was going to end. Most of those guesses were extremely wrong, but... After his press conference, especially his failed interview with Terry Wogan, where he was basically laughed at and ridiculed straight to his face by the audience and the country, he started to write a lot. Uh, The first book he wrote was a a book inspired by his trip to Peru called True Vibrations. He wrote that in May of 1991 and continued writing over the next few years. And between 1992 and 1994, he wrote five fucking books. Hmm. Five. A three-year period. How many of them were good? I mean, they're good enough that he still sells copies. So I'm going to say like two, maybe three of them were probably good. Two of them are full. I think when I say full-length actual books, the other two or three are just kind of like pamphlets or... I might try one of those. The small ones? Yeah. There's, I think there's one he writes uh, specifically about his interview with Terry Wogan and how that kind book? of affected him. Like a little small book, but yeah. Pamphlet. Kind of. More like a novella. 60 pages, Pardon? 100 pages, novella. Like a novel, but smaller. A petite novel, a novella. Uh, okay, all right. Novel Petite, petite, oh, fuck, the, okay. There you go. Now. Petite novel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he wrote, yeah, the five books in three years. Uh, four of those books were published in 1993 through uh, mainstream publishing houses, and in 1992, he published Love Changes Everything which is based off of the channeling work of his prophetess, Deborah Shaw, and his self-proclaimed man-crush on Jesus. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Self-proclaimed? I think Jesus... Didn't he, like, love us first or something? Maybe he loved David first. That's the story. He's like, you know what? I'll reciprocate that shit. That's fair. I think I mispronounced that word. Reciprocate? I think you got it. Thanks. (laughs) I'll find out later, but I think you got it. All right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But if nothing else, at least his self-proclaimed. Relation. He's like, "Hey, Dave, I'm kind of into you." And maybe David he was like, like yeah, "He's like, too, man. <laughs> it's like I can only he can only resist Jesus's advances for so long." <laughs> like, <laughs> the guy's like outside your window, you know, with the stereo, <laughs> like 
water into wine every in goddamn a, time you I see him. Like, I want to know what the crown of thorns. What song is Jesus playing from outside the window? Like, what's Jesus? Here I go again song? on my own. Jesus, I love you, and I love or Luna too. Probably that. Or, or which one did you say? Uh, I was gonna, I was thinking like, here I go again on my own. I don't know what the actual name is, but like that doesn't make any sense. Uh, to hell with the devil. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Take four. Hi, I'm... No. <laughs> I give up, you guys. Pack it up. I, podcasts are hard. Pack it up. <laughs> just want to quit. <laughs> you guys just... I'm trying to go to bed. What is it, 7 o'clock? It was a good run. You don't want to know what time it is if that's what you think time it is. Yeah. That's what you think If that's what is. you think time it is. <laughs> that's what you think time it is. Let me tell you. I got news bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny right now, but I'm afraid for later. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. Be confident. Don't, be confident. Don't send me the director's cut. Yeah. This one's rough, boys. It's pretty rough. I don't envy you right now. This is rough. I can cut the whole front end off, and we'll see what happens. Just cut all of it out. Like a circumcision. Like whatever, snip the tip. Whatever, oh. whatever we end up with. At the end of the night, yeah. just delete the whole thing. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Just so we can be like, we put the work in. We did. But we know it's going to be. It's just going to be episode one, two, four. It's like, whatever we it's do like in this the... house is fine because we're going to burn down the house. <laughs> that reminds me of like the, the certain movies that, um, like Fantastic Four, the reboot, when the director came out and publicly apologized for it. Yeah. And it's like. That's before the theaters, right? Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it was before it came out. And that's like kind of, I feel like. He, he wishes he could have just deleted the whole movie and been like, yeah, it, it didn't happen. Like he's That's like, something we can do. He has the That's contract true. in his hands and he's yeah. like, I'm not going to sign this. Like, we're good. No, the world doesn't need it. Nobody, Nobody's given us money. He nobody filed, gave us like a budget that we spent. He filed and now bankruptcy we to... to pay off the debt of the movie <laughs> to just fucking remove it from the world. Just admit you made a mistake and go live underground. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. And... We're back. back. We're back. So yeah, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Jesus had a crush on David Icke, which David Icke then flipped around, reversed it, sent right. it right back to Jesus. Right. Jesus. Right. What? Yeah. That's what he meant. I was like, Jesus, he did all that? That's what I meant to say it oh. as. But it sounded like I was just like saying his... You know, <laughs> Repeating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like for those who didn't hear, yeah. that's Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ. But the way I was saying it was like deeply in vain. Exclamatory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm... I... Thank you, Scott. So moving on from that, uh, again, after he, um, God damn, that's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So again, in 1992, he published love changes, everything again, based off of his channeling work, uh, from his prophetess, Deb Deborah Shaw and his self-proclaimed man crush on Jesus. In this book, he talks a lot about his adoration for Jesus and the creation of the universe. And then in 1993, he kicks off his triple threat release with a short summary of his 91 press conference and Terry Wogan interview in an 86-page book titled Days of Decision. Mm. So that is one that you can definitely get down on. 86 one of pages. Nutellas? Nutellas. One of the Nutellas? Yeah, you can just spread it on a cracker. Maybe some toast. David uh, with your Ike's coffee. Nutella. <laughs> David Ike's Nutella. Complete with scale. <laughs> <laughs> After... <laughs> After he released Days of Decision, uh, not only does he talk about his press conference with the Terry Wogan interview and things like that, too, he also questions the historical accuracy of Jesus Christ's legacy, but admits that there is at least a Christ spirit. So basically saying, hey, this Jesus Christ guy, I don't know how much about him is real, but there's definitely like some kind of a spiritual existence that could amount to Jesus Christ. For the first time in weeks, I am on David Icke's side. Yeah. I mean, Jesus I, Christ... I think, I think he might have some, like, validation now. Yeah. I guess to a point. Like, Jesus Christ is a historical human being. That's kind of a thing that even a lot of secular historians will agree that, like, well, he lived, but, like, whether he did all the shit he said... I, I, I don't even know about that out. part. Maybe. Either way, there's definitely some uh, remnants of his existence or non-existence, right. whichever one you want to you want to talk about, or whichever way you want to take it, there's definitely some of that still going around. Um, and again, yeah, it might be part of the way that he does kind of get to some people is, like I said, he says some stuff here and there that isn't beyond the realm of possibility. Yes, ladder. And then he, yeah, that so yes. throwback to episode one. 
that walks you up that fucking ladder. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> now this is podcasting. Will we? Oh god. Will we, will we have any episode that doesn't have some type of Star Wars reference? Episode one. Technically, no, actually. Metachlorians. Metachlorians. And yep. Scott does give the, it's an older code, but it checks out. I think that was one. too. Hmm. We're getting off track again. Yeah. Whew. It just. Probably not. That uh, quick. After the day's of decision, he released his autobiography, In the Light of Experience. Hmm. Uh, that same year, he also finished off uh, his year of obsessive publications with Heal the World, A Do-It-Yourself Guide to Personal and Planetary Transformation. So these are all the books that he wrote in that, that five-year period. Have you read any of them? I haven't read them, but I've read, like, synopsises of different ones and tried to dig into them as much as I could. Because the short ones I could probably read, but I'm not spending money on them. Mm. I'm just, I don't really want to give the dude <laughs> cash. He's That's got true. plenty That's of it. That's true. And, uh... What about a library? You got a library card? Is there I, a library around here? Do they still exist? <laughs> I, they, they're in digital form? Yes. I listen to audiobooks through the library app. Do they have his books? I don't know. Maybe. I haven't looked. There's a library app for audiobooks? That's, yeah, dude. That's actually really that's good cool. news. It's great. It's crazy. called Libby. L-I-B-B-Y. Hmm. You just link it to... You just have to have an actual physical library card, but you link the... How do I get a library card? Is that like a passport? You Okay, so you go down to where the library used to be. Uh, you crawl in through... Every library has a basement. They don't tell you about that. It's where all the sketchy shit goes, goes now, down. Where I'm from, it was it was in the um, the top floor where all the magazines were. That's what they want you to think. We were teenagers. No, no, no that's what they want to, you to think. You know, do what teenagers do. Yeah, that's that's make, what make they... Make out and That's what they want mouth. you to think. They have a basement, and they're getting they're getting eyes wide shut freaky down there. Trust me. Yeah? yeah oh, yeah. All right, so you said where the library used to be. Yeah. The, the Where old, is the that? vacant building. The, the, Are you talking about like one physically that you know of in Baltimore? Yeah, there's one uh, that way. Just over down the, somewhere. If you go in any direction long enough, you'll find a library. How much does it cost to get a library card? It is free. How do they make money? Well, it, again, they're all closed down. So what you do is you, when you break into the principal's <laughs> window, uh, you got to go all the way to the bottom level, all the way in the back. There's a big metal cabinet. You just break the door off. And that's, Full of that's where cards. David Icke's books are. Damn. Full of, yeah, well, that's where the library cards are, which will get you access to the restricted section, mm. which is where David Icke's books are kept. Mm. And then before you leave, the music starts up, and you got to, like, make sure you brought something with you because you got to, like, fight some boss. <laughs> yeah, once you, once you get a library card, you have to prove that you deserve the library card. So there are some, like, Mario-style, like, Bowser and Oop, Koopa Troopas. I dig it. Yeah. It's worth it. it. Really, even if you don't use the library card, the experience of living out Mario live <laughs> is worth every second. So, just hypothetically, if I don't have time to go to the library and fight Bowser. Yes. Your princess um, in another castle, can I, man. <laughs> can, I, can I get your login? Is that how that works? No, it doesn't. I feel it's like fun. library rules are pretty lenient, considering they don't exist I anymore. I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, I just, I, it's, no, I am, I, it's not so much that as much as it's a spiritual journey as much as it's a physical journey. Will one so or my, both, my will, card just won't link with your soul. Will one or you, both of you go hmm. to the library with me? Yes. I mean, I can't fight with yeah. you. You have to make that journey, but I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll share. be there to witness it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be Witness. I genuinely do want to read some of his stuff, but like you said, I don't really yeah. want to give him any money. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing you could probably find some copies of his book in a library somewhere. You really gotta dig for it, but if nothing else, you could probably find them um, like at a used bookstore. I think we deserve more free stuff. That's why you could just break into the library, go into the basement, defeat the Koopa Troopa. Is that Bowser. is that free though? <laughs> I feel like having to fight my way out is not freedom at all. You didn't hmm. pay for anything, and if you chose to go in, you had the freedom to not go I'm in. I'm risking my life. Only that seems like payment to me. But then you get free books. I can't even read, bro. <laughs> you get free audiobooks too, bro. So I'm saying. All right. <laughs> oh my. Speaking of all these God. books, uh, so we're gonna break down David Icke's books a little bit more. Uh, yes, please get a little do. bit more in detail with what I could find in garnish. Garnish. That's the word. Yes. Garner from the internet. Skim off the top of the the cesspool of bullshit information that is. That's gross. Online. That's really descriptive. <laughs> mm. Uh, so in his first book, The Truth Vibrations, uh, a book that David Icke now calls a spiritual alarm clock, as he would put it, basically meaning that was... I don't think I like guy. this guy. Yeah? What did you say? 
essentially the same thing you did. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't like the name of his first book. Truth Vibrations? It's just kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Well, yeah, it's truth. It's vibrating truth, and it's very close to you. And it's rubbing you the wrong way. <laughs> it's 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 too close to... Uh, Vibrating's like, great, and all, like but it. when it rubs you the wrong way, it's not fun anymore. I don't like it. At least right. there's like a common theme with at least everything we've said. Just like sexual nonsense. <laughs> sexual nonsense. Are you looking for dick jokes? You well, came to the right place. <laughs> they're gonna slap Most you in podcasts. The face. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> podcasts in general, I guess. I don't know. Well, what makes us stand out from the others? Nothing. <laughs> the conspiracy theories that sometimes work there. Ah, uh, no, what am I talking about? It's all bullshit. Uh, so, yeah, in his first book, uh, Non Lying Vibrators, a book that David Icke oh. himself calls a spiritual alarm clock, he lays out the groundworks for his claims. <laughs> of, that was like a slow burn. That was good. <laughs> he, uh, he lays out the groundworks for his claims of different vibrational realities, different sizes, one for it. <laughs> The first dimension gets a little tiny vibrator. The second dimension is a step above that vibrator, but with more batteries, so it lasts longer. The third, anyway. There's his hook on the front, see? It's for the, it's for the front and the back. This one's got two points to it, and, yep, I'm going to cut that off there. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy. You got it now. Um... Okay, again, so The Truth Vibrations is the book where David Icke, uh, as he calls it, his spiritual alarm clock. He lays out the groundworks for his claims of different vibrational realities. His claims are that the black hole at the center of the universe sends out vibrational frequencies based on what is known as its epoch. Got a picture of that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. Is that they, the one? They did. Was it the one of those? Yeah. Ones? yeah no, we got that picture. Looks like the Eye of Sauron. Hmm? Fuck yeah. So that, that black hole that we all now know what it looks like. Yep. Uh... It sends, apparently, according to David Icke, it sends out vibrational frequencies based on what is known as its epoch. The epoch refers to the different era that the black hole is currently in. So, for instance, after the Big Bang and the initial expansion of the universe, the black hole at the center of our universe was in a different epoch than it is now. So it was in its first epoch of the overall universal timeline. And as time changed, different things about the black hole, like whether it be its density, whether it be its size, whether it be how much it has sucked into itself... Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking I about. hate, I hate you looking at me while you're talking. Yeah, it's yeah. like I feel like you're looking Scott at me. Scott is looking at me, look at you, and I he's feel, offended by me. I feel like you. you're looking at me to make Who's sure I'm following laugh? along, and I'm not, and it's making me so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Epoch, black hole, changes over time. Yes. Yeah. So as the black hole travels through its cycles, cycles which David Icke claims are a type of time loop, it transmits the base vibration of the universe, which creates the reality we perceive. And as this uh, black hole cycles continue, the base vibrations it sends out trigger the vibrational frequencies of the different suns of the universe. And therein changes the code of vibrations that the suns of the universe send out. This results in the changing of the vibrational and informational epoch. He claims we are currently in the midst of what he would call a changing of the epochs, and that this new epoch will have a more advanced spiritual awareness, which I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on, because we don't seem to be getting more spiritually aware as much as we just start becoming more morally and overall collectively dull. Kind of like dull. Archa archaic. Yeah. In a way. It's more like we're hitting a second Middle Ages. Like, if you look at world history, like, just the whole collective everything scientifically and uh, spiritually and mentally, we were doing so good there for a while. And then somewhere around the Dark Ages, we just forgot everything we learned and the church took over and everything just kind of yeah. went straight to shit. And I sort of feel like we're getting ready to repeat that aspect of history, where for some reason we're just about to be like, hey, remember all the medicinal advancements and scientific ideas that we've come up with in the past, like, 2,000 years? When you say, Fuck them. When you say <laughs> uh, medicinal advancements, are you mm -hmm. talking specifically about vaccines? I mean, as of right now, yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's the only real big one that Triggered. I can think of. Also, what? Triggered. Oh. <laughs> That was a real reaction. That was genuinely funny. Yeah. What, me? You, yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can't even... It was so genuine, you can't it's even great. try to do it it's again. Great. You know what's really <laughs> awesome? Are the people on, like, fucking Reddit and Facebook, the ones that pop up and they're like, Hey, my kid, Rylan hyphen shine... <laughs> Is not vaccinated. Hyphen spelled out. It's not it, a hyphen. It's <laughs> Rylan, middle name, hyphen, shine. She's not vaccinated. 
and uh, she she wants her bedroom to be outside. This is actually something real that I read, and it was like, what is the best way to give my uh, unvaccinated child a safe bedroom behind the house? You don't. And they fucking tore her up in the comments. I Just, would imagine. She's like, please, please don't be rude. No. Why are Why are you on the internet? <laughs> what are you doing? This is not a space for you. If your kids are not vaccinated, you don't you don't have internet access. No, no, you know, the, the, f- <laughs> fuck vaccination. If you put up any question on on the internet and you put, please don't be rude. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing on the internet? Here's the thing. We all talk about this, right? Do you know for a fact that you were vaccinated as a kid? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My mom's a nurse, man. I gotta text my dad. Yeah, I was. Uh... <laughs> keep, doing, keep doing what you're doing. I just gotta send this text real quick. I assume I have been too. I'm just waiting on a response. Actually, that's a text I meant to send. I just fucking saw him yesterday. I should have asked him while I was there. Probably. Hey, Dad, you didn't fuck me over, right? <laughs> you didn't specifically. Damn. Oh, it's quick. What did he say? He Father. said, "No, fuck you. You both got all your shots." Breaking. He said all of that. Yeah. Breaking news! Breaking news, folks. Ty's got a breaking news. Uh, this just in. This just in. I, I was vaccinated as a kid because my dad loves me. You're already right here, folks. Tyler's red hot, dripping wet, ready to bone. That's he will not would. give you the smallpox. He will not give you the mumps or the measles. He has been vaccinated. Anyways, what are we talking about again? Where? David Icke. David, David Icke. David Icke. Uh, specifically his his book about yeah. uh, the truth vibrations and, of course, his changing of the epochs. The way that the black holes at the center of the universe is in a different, different part of its, uh, different epoch is what we're going into now. So again, the the way that that works uh, in theory is that as the black hole changes the epoch that we're in changes, and of course as it puts out vibrational frequencies and energies, the different suns around each of the different uh, planet groupings in our universe and our solar system and all that stuff also puts out a vibration, which then creates the reality that we perceive. Mm-hmm. So that's the way that he explains a lot of this anyway. And this is part of the reason that things are so fucked up in our world at this moment because of this changing of epochs. There's a lot of turmoil going on because everything's drastically changing. Uh, and the further into it that we mm-hmm. go, the more and more likely we are as a collective species, though, to wake up, which is great. And if we do that, we can then face the reality the way it's meant to be faced outside of any Orwellian or dystopian-styled reality. Uh, It should be noted that this theory of reality being perceived through the vibrations of the universe is also how reptilians are able to walk amongst us with their 4 to 20 foot tall frames and go unnoticed. Because they are thought to be a uh, a much higher intelligence than ourselves Mm. and are able to tap into the universal frequencies. And when they tap into those frequencies, they can then alter our perception of them by altering the vibrations around their physical forms and thereby altering how we see them. Yes, you have I was going to say, let him have this. He's He's on a roll. It wasn't a question. It was a statement, mm-hmm. and I, I already lost it. Yeah. Continue. Okay. <laughs> it's good Wait, thing. go back. Go back. Where were you at? Wait, right in here? He can't read. You have to read it to him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As far as he knows, I'm, I'm pointing at hieroglyphics. You're right. Uh, they are thought to be of much higher intelligence. Alter our uh, perception of them by altering the vibrations around them. Yeah. And how we see uh, them. I, I lost it. Okay, that's fine. Continue. Edit here. Edit here. Edit hard. Edit good. No, but I will say um, I'm learning a lot right now. There you go. Saved it. Saved the Um, the whole entire night. No, just because up until tonight, David Icke has been all about this, uh, you know, with the lizards and the soccer thing. (laughs) Mostly mostly all we knew. All we knew was uh, so far up. But no, the whole thing about the the epoch and all that shit. Like now I'm I'm, I'm learning that there's some... You know, interdimensional dimensional shit that he's yeah. he puts tapped some... into T Rex hands. I know what you're T-Rex saying. Hands. I just see the lizards in soccer shorts now. <laughs> <laughs> just so but no, juvenile like, and stupid, but like I, I can't even, unsee it now. I don't even want to. I don't so even. Just... I don't even want to say this, but mm. like it's giving him more credibility. Oh, you said it. So that's not yeah. the word. It, but no, that's that's he... what I was gonna say though. It's giving him yeah. a little bit more credibility because it's like, hey, he thought it through. Here's the things that he's. That, that he's talking about this is why this makes sense yeah even if it you know whether it makes sense or not there's zero scientific evidence <laughs> to support any of this but if you didn't know that it would sound real good he's done he's done sense. his research 
yeah to at least make it seem like he <laughs> is not fucking insane and i think a big part of it is he like believes it yeah, yeah, if you, you can what? convince yourself i guess you could probably convince other people honestly yeah, yeah it's like hey you know how shit vibrates check this out here's my book read it buy it these black holes are vibrating if I, damn damn <laughs> <laughs> that was oh that's fucked up oh um <laughs> you know what i meant like the actual <laughs> i know what you meant by the way, speaking of the credibility of David Icke, especially after last week when we did mention that he claimed that the universe was color of turquoise and that yeah. it turned out that scientifically we were able to prove that was actually true, I do have a correction to make on that. Mm. Uh, Edit black. here. It's black. Actually, no, it's like beige. Mm. It's like a very, very dark beige. Basically, what happened was in 2001, uh, they used a bunch of telescopes to collect all the information that they could, and that's where they got the dark greenish, bluish background kind mm. of noise color of the universe. However, since then, they have been able to actually get a much larger sample, other than just like the small section of the universe, they've gotten more of the collective universe, and it's not actually greenish, bluish, it's more like just a bland, beige-ish kind of... I... Beige-ish. That's a hard That's fucking really word tough. to say. Here's the thing. I don't like that. That it's beige? Yeah. I agree. It sounds really... Like you said, bland. Yeah, it's just like, why I would I to care be, about that? I need it to be black. Well, it is black, but it's if, if there's any color no, tint to that black... and beige it's... are two different colors, bro. <sighs> I know that. Beige is more of a shade than a color, in my opinion. Okay, well... I had, yeah, a, I had a vehicle that was... The shade beige. of black is a beige black shade. You know, like you that say a word a lot and it starts to sound kind of fucked up. Beige. Like, is beige even a real word? <laughs> beige. David Icke invented the word beige. David Beige Icke. David, David, you go beige that Icke. Go beige yourself, you David. Go beige yourself. <laughs> Be right gone now. from me and go beige yourself. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan, and beige thyself. <laughs> I can't tell if it's funny. <laughs> I think it is. I'll find out later. I'm just gauging this off of you guys. I'm You're doing what now? What? Off of close to beige there. <laughs> Playing with fire. Everything's funny to me at this point. Uh, Same here. I'm just, I just got some So if Scott's me. laughing, I assume it's funny. I, you, I don't know about you. a bad rule. So um, in truth vibrations, though, a lot of what his quote-unquote T-Rex hands research is all about uh, David Icke relies heavily on a lot of ancient religious ideas and beliefs from all around the world. Mistake. Uh, mistake. <laughs> the beliefs that the universe is on a cycle, kind of like the Mayan calendar, the belief that the universe cycle starts over and is born anew, taken from ancient uh, Asian and Indian beliefs. Mm -hmm. And he then takes many of these ancient religious ideas and applies them to a small amount of science words, and then asserts that the entire universe is an illusion transmitted to our informational receptors which, again, I don't think that's really a... Th I guess that'd be called our eyeballs. Just and gonna say, our, I think it's just... The way that <laughs> our brain... Like, what if you just perceived things? Like, you could turn your head and, like, you get all this information in what your if, brain. What if your mind... <laughs> it's, like, displayed all the time. <laughs> you mean, like, right fucking now, Dave? Like, like me looking look right at you? <laughs> yeah, you're fucking weird, man. Yeah, yeah, but, like, imagine vibrations changing. Like the wind, man? Get like the, the fuck wind. out of my house. <laughs> Dave, get the fuck out of my house. I'm buying all your books. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, after he, of course, all that information is... Uh, transmitted and everything else it is, comes as an illusion and uh to our informational receptors and that what we see and know as a species collectively all of that is false and that there is more to the universe than we can comprehend or will ever comprehend unless we can open our minds to new information uh, with the coming of the new epoch uh, what is that that's the whole thing i talked about earlier with the black no when oh when i don't know sometime uh, we'll know. Good research. Put it this way. Put it this way. When you, dude, I can't, I can't research anything <laughs> that he hasn't stated. Oh, okay. He All hasn't, right. he hasn't told us. Right. I mean, he wrote this in fucking like 1993. What's his stand four, on uh, so. the Earth being flat? I don't, I don't think I'm he's kind of that like, loony. So like, where I think he knows where, the Earth is round. Where we're at right now, sure. I'm kind of on the fence. Like he could be right about all of it. But if he thinks the Earth is flat, then he's he's losing me, bro. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think he believes the Earth is flat. Not that right, I've heard. Then I'm I'm on board so far with all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, you got a believer here. You've been drinking enough. Yeah, that you <laughs> you'll buy anything. <laughs> he's already. Um, 
You just looked at your phone like you bought all his books like while he, while he's just like no, reading. When I, when I told you I was texting my dad, I was buying his books. I actually don't know if I was vaccinated. That was they, a <laughs> Good cover, man. Um, <laughs> Relevant cover. <laughs> uh, okay, so one of the things, though, I did find interesting about this, of course, is Dark Matter. Not the book, but the... But you uh, should read the the book, yeah, the book Sorry. is amazing. I couldn't the, not uh, say that. The page-turning scientific thriller by Blake Crouch. Did I tell you guys my L.A. story? had that written down. I just it's like, gonna... damn, that's professional as fuck. Thank you. I just ruined it. Sorry. Good job, Scott. <laughs> it did sound really good, though. Um, but that, yeah, that, that, not that book, though you should definitely read that book, but the idea that most of the matter in the universe, which is invisible to the naked human eye, is something we cannot see or, or observe in any fashion, but it is there. And this, of course, does lead a little bit of legitimacy to Ike's claims, but to be fair, it's a very small amount of legitimacy, I would say. Uh, he also asserts that the positive and negative energies of humanity drastically alters the vibrations of the universe and the world at large, citing the religious ideas of karma, yin and yang, and the teachings of do unto others that, you know, the Christian faith I know that uh, one. apparently holds. I know karma. And so-called Don't as... Don't know about yin and yang. Yeah. What is that? That's uh, like karma, but it's more of a balance. There's a constant balance of good and evil. They're both always occurring because there's a balance to the universe, and in order for that balance to be kept, there has to be a good and a bad. So, like, when bad shit happens, well, yeah, it has to, because if there's too much good, then there's no balance. Heard. But yeah, he, he takes all of these religious beliefs, though, and he cites them as evidence of his ideas. Basically, hey, everybody has certain beliefs that we can all kind of agree on, Therefore, what I'm saying has to also be real. Like, basically, he took all of the ideas of a lot of different religions and all of the historical figures from those religions and decided that his version of that historical context, like, he's created the context that all of that should fit into, is kind of what he asserts with a lot of his different ideas, especially in his his first book, which is The Truth Vibrations. Right. So in, uh, in David Icke's second book, Love Changes Everything... He gives a historical revision of the lives of several prominent figures, declaring each of them uh, same as he had called himself. Remember how he said he was a child of the Godhead? Mm. Well, he also has declared each of these different individuals chi uh, children of the Godhead. The list includes uh, the late Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten. How do you spell that? A-K-H-E-N-A-T-E-N. Akhenaten. Missed it. Say it again. A-K-H-E-N-A-T-E-N. All right, I follow Akhenaten? Akhenaten. He's, he's well-read in the Egyptian lore. <laughs> so he, there are uh, many that sound similar. I, th I think he was basically one of like the young, the richest pharaohs. Like He Akhenaten. had the biggest pyramid and all this other shit. Uh, but hmm. late Egyptian pharaoh, uh, Akhenaten, Cleopatra, and Jesus. Uh, most of the historical retelling that he asserts in the book came from ancient cultures, very specific to the Egyptians and the Incans and the Aztecs, kind of like I mentioned in the one before how he used a lot of their ancient religious beliefs to kind of tie all of his ideas together. He spends a lot of his time in the, the second book uh, talking about Jesus and heavily revises certain parts of his story and uh, those of the people who were around him. One of the most notable examples of this is John the Baptist. Do you guys remember who John the Baptist was? Lost mm. his head. Edit that out. Did lose his head. <laughs> no, I'm leaving yeah. that in. Who's that? He was uh, Jesus' cousin. He's the guy that baptized him. But yeah, he's like, hey, it's Jesus guy's pretty cool. And they're like, oh, great. And then they cut his head off. He, uh, literally, literally. John the Baptist. <laughs> yeah, okay, John the Baptist, for those of us in the room who may not remember, and for the listener at home, of course, was the prophet and also Jesus' cousin. He had begun living in the wilderness, casting off any worldly possessions or alliances, preaching of Christ's coming ministry before Jesus himself had even begun his ministry, and was baptizing people in the river of Jordan to become followers of his message. Uh, his story of John the Baptist culminates in the baptizing of Jesus himself, and then shortly after, he is beheaded by King Herod for both political reasons and also for the amusement of the king's apparently fucked-up teenage daughter who asked for the prophet's head as a birthday present. Oh, my God. Because hmm. she's a horrible human being. Yeah. How old is she? She's Probably like 16. Oh, she's say. young as fuck. Way too young. Sounds like that MTV show where they're like, oh, my God, the, the fuck, the car's not blue. The car's uh, not sweet, blue, and his it, head's 16? not on a silver platter. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, I asked you for John the Baptist's head. My party's God. ruined. Any terrible. good dad would just release the tigers on his daughter and start with <laughs> It's like, look, I'm 45, or however the old 45 is in biblical years. Like. I got, like, some guys left in me. I'm like, I'm not quite 50 yet. I don't know if there's any, this, I don't know if this is science or not. I'm I put the tigers another, on my daughter. I can make another person. You gotta cut all this out. <laughs> uh, I've had no whiskey, and I sound like I've had more than both of you. That's fine. Not me. 
Thanks, man. I actually... Well, you do now because everybody can tell you're fucking a mile away from the microphone. You're checked out. Not me. There it is. Uh, Ike cites that uh, John the Baptist as an individual... <laughs> this is rough. <laughs> this is bad. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the listeners. If it makes you feel any better, you weren't subjected to most of it. It's awful for everyone. <laughs> We're feeling worse than you do right now. Yeah. Um, Ike cites that John the Baptist as an individual who is particularly in line with his ideas of positive and negative energies in the universe, saying of John uh, that John had a marvelous understanding of cleansing energy systems and chakras and opening up beings spiritually by removing negativity and past life karma. It is said that he lived in the wilderness, but it's more correct that he lived in an area where many varied plants, rocks, and crystals were available. Uh, it was also near a place of divine water, and divine waters are rivers or springs which carry godhead energies as part of the energy system. Show me what you got. <laughs> Sounds like the wilderness to me. You... Yeah, right? Doesn't it kind of just sound like that? No, no, I don't mean wilderness. I mean, like, you know, forests with, like, rivers and stuff in it. Yeah. That a lot of, a lot of people... Rocks. Maybe even somewhere where people haven't been to find the crystals that formed there. You know, like yeah. the wild parts. So don't... Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Dave, good old Dave. He's here for it. (laughs) Um, Of course, uh, people went to John and David Icke's opinion to have their physical body cleared of any lingering negativity, and the final cleansing was total immersion in the quote-unquote divine waters. Uh, In the book Love Changes Everything, Ike also drastically rewrites the history and tales of Atlantis, King Arthur, and Lucifer, uh, a.k.a. Satan, a.k.a. the devil, Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I felt like you were just like, like he's about to like run into the ring or something, and you're like, you're like, it's your boy Satan, no Lucifer, Lucifer, Prince of Prince of Prince of Power, yeah, Prince of Power, Prince of Evil Power. I can't. Outside of the Force user, your boy and mine. Satan. Jada. Lucifer. It's your boy. Jada. Jada. (laughs) Yeah, man. We're off the rails. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid (laughs) podcast. Eli did good, but Envy did great. You just like we're killing it though. Uh I could yeah. since like, changed okay. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I could since changed uh, many of his opinions expressed in the book claiming that his spiritual awakening was so new and overwhelming that he didn't really know how to handle it properly, much like most prepubescent boys and their dicks. Ah, that Oh, cut that. I hate that word. Cut. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Prepubescent. Ah, god damn. I said that once in... uh, Never again. I can handle a lot. Scott's not a fan. Like, I read. (laughs) Okay. uh, That word, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just sounds bad, like illegal. I think it it was the context that I said. Like, if language died. Like, Fucking, I kind of remember that night. Can we just I all don't. make the word prepubescent illegal? <laughs> it does sound fucked up. It's like pubescent. Oh, even that's bad, but like pre, like before that? <laughs> Damn. Uh, in his third book, Days of Decision, uh, it's a little bit more of a recap of the year preceding all of these different writings that he did. The book begins with a vivid, des- vivid description of the destruction of the earth by mankind followed by a fuckload of esoteric bullshit, specifically discussing psychic channeling, the universe as a frequency, consciousness and the eternal mind, positive and negative balance, the difference between good and evil with a flare, more or less. Hmm. Earth uh, as a conscious entity, uh, the approaching spiritual awakening of humanity, the final importance of love, blah, 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 new age viewing of the best and weirdest, least offensive aspects of all religions, more or less. Uh, he also questions the historical accuracy, again, of the existence of Jesus, but also acknowledges that, uh, as he puts it, the existence of Christ's spirit, which, like I said earlier, whatever that means. Mm. And when looking for a synopsis of this book, the best description I found was the only Goodreads review anyone had written on the book, and it simply states, Normally, after reading a book, I give it away. This is the only one I ever threw in the garbage. Childish nihilism, <laughs> childish nihilism, or empty spiritualism. Pick your poison. Was that Tar Heel? Damn. No, that was Goodreads. It was a, it was an adult, sane human being who uh, expressed that Tar Heel would have probably have loved that book if he could read it. <laughs> 
I assume he just has a voice to text and yeah. has a, like a voice, like a read, a robot that reads to him as well. Yeah. Uh, so in his fourth, <laughs> his fourth public Bush. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Let's talk about all the, all the man. That was like, that was like the perfect chance to like counter with a joke and ruined it. <laughs> We're doing so His bad, fourth folks. public Bush. His fourth public bush. People just <laughs> they just they didn't care anymore. Intentional. His first three words. Okay. The fourth time they just said, "Yeah, we get it, David. Just wear pants." The first three were fairly underground, but the fourth one became quite mainstream. Nineteen seventy-three is Bush Bush Bush. Nineteen seventy-three, twenty years before this took place, when David Icke was ten years old. Bush Bush Bush. He was a hairy. Oh. They're taking it back to that crazy word again. Let's just yes. edit here. Edit here. Edit, edit everywhere. <laughs> edit here. <laughs> part of me that thinks that might be the only funny parts that we keep. Oh my god! Uncomfortable. Just that word, man. <laughs> it is in his fourth public published. <laughs> Line? I'm actually Line. wondering what it actually says now. In the light of experience, Ike's fourth published book in less than a two-year period uh, is an autobiography of everything that we've talked about up to this point, basically, but was shortly followed by his fifth book, Heal the World, a do-it-yourself guide to personal and planetary transformation. Uh, the fifth book, of course, mostly discusses mankind's destruction of the planet, what we can do in our own personal lives to help heal our environment and the concept that as a collective consciousness, we need to all become better to grow and evolve as a species. Uh, his first five books, he offers a awkward dance between garbage spiritualism and genuine positivity, but once he has established his following, he takes an odd turn for the worse with his next two books, The Robot's Rebellion and the follow-up manuscript that ended Ike's legitimate publication and The Truth Shall Set You Free. Do you guys want to keep going or do you think that's a good place to stop? Um, I was... I was going to say maybe quit while we're ahead, but... Are we? I don't know if Are we're we? ahead. This one has been a real challenge. Mm. The, the question I have is, mm -hmm. is it us or is it the content that we're going over currently? That's bad? Yeah. I think it's just the content's a little rough. I don't know. I think it's also us. We might just be off our game tonight. I definitely I, am. I think it's... Yeah. I've had a bit of a day. I'm definitely off as well. I mean, you know, hey, folks, look, not every podcast we do is gold here. You think it's but so it fucking be. easy? It you fucking... do it. Cut that out. Please don't do it. Yeah, you're Don't just, insult the listeners. I'm sorry. That's a good point. You're all, you're all our special little angels. You are our fourth public bush. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so uh, skip this is podcast where, number three. Uh, yeah, if you guys are listening to this now, we're very sorry. You should probably skip this episode. It's gonna be a rough one, folks. Luckily, it's been the shortest one. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> All right, well, um, so folks, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. Thank you so much for sitting through this. Are we doing a this nightmare with us? Uh, we do, of course, have one or two very small little from the comments. Yes. Uh, of course, always, always, always from the comments to finish this off here. I'm this ready. is coming from Hybrid 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Hot off the presses. They'll have the most interesting names. Oh, well, his name is going to make a little bit more sense here. So, Hybrid 2018 says, oh, first off. I myself am a draconian hybrid, so the mm. section of which it reads that draconians only view us as nourishment and slaves is slightly misinformed. They also had intent for humanity and extraterrestrial life to coexist. Well, a fraction of them anyway. So in order to do so, hybrids were created. Hence, free will-minded individuals. My discovery of hybrids was quite breathtaking and hard to grasp. We hybrids have draconian features and characteristics that are camouflaged. But once in uh, even occurs, that affects our emotions. The camouflage tends to become dysfunctional, and you can see features <laughs> in the face, such as, as slit eyes, snake-like tongue, and disformations in the face and skull. It is also possible for a hybrid to control his or her camouflage and unleash their draconian appearance. I am of the warrior's workers mentioned above. Also, not all draconians' hybrids are to be avoided. Do be cautious, though, and do not interact unless you feel they are approachable. So do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you remember Blue's Baby 5050, uh, I she, do. she responds to that ah. comment with, 
Thank you for your honesty and input. I agree with you. And welcome to Truth of course, Control. Of course she does. Welcome to what? Truth Control. Truth Control is the website where you can find all of this delightful information and, of course, all of these wonderful comments. Feel free to look them up and, uh, you know, maybe do it in the incognito mode so you don't give them more <laughs> views every time you look at them and have to share your shame with other people. Is that how that works? I don't think so. I thought it was for porn. It, yeah. But this is about as shameful as porn. I've so. been on incognito <laughs> mode for three years. <laughs> Just constantly? Yeah. I days. don't have a password saved anywhere. No. I have to remember all of them. I've just been incognito the whole time. Yeah. Feels right. Uh, but that was our from the comments. So, again, uh, I, I got I got nothing for that. I know. It was a... It's it's not great. I... I to be fair, it's hard to top Goliath. <laughs> I mean, he had some yeah. good. Shit Hyper to 2018, say. though, that's a good name. But yeah, you're right. He's you're right. he's at least the only one whose name has made any fucking sense mm. this whole time. I like though, especially that the first half he was pretty pretty coherent and on point with a lot of his 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 words, and then somewhere around the middle, I think it's when. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we hybrids have draconian features and characteristics that are camouflaged, which he spelled correct the first time. <laughs> but once an even occurs, that affects our emotions, the camouflage, and then it just falls apart from that point on. His uh, emotions were getting affected. I'm going to tell you, my <laughs> spell check... Control is camouflage. <laughs> my can't even control is camouflage. My spell check is going fucking crazy on this one. I see it. Disformations is my favorite. I think it's supposed to be disinformation. Or, no. Disformation. Disformation crazy. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be deformities. Damn. <laughs> and it's disformations. That's kind of ironic, like, kind of, sort of. Is it a little bit? Like, a little bit. He I think forms. in, like, some kind of weird way. <laughs> yeah, like, def- like you're, just, you're about to, like, you deform the word deform deformed. The word into, <laughs> yeah. Fucking language. <laughs> the fucking English language. Fucking lizard man. Oh, man. Well, thank you guys very much for hanging out with us. Uh, we're sorry if you made it through this episode. Congratulations. You won the prize we of did. best listener. No, it's like more like that's bad. It you makes, won the it prize. It makes you look really bad. You won the prize of nothing to do. So you're here with us. If you made it through this... Gotta get a hobby. Yeah, we yeah, should. You, you know, God bless you. That too. You, God bless you. Get a hobby. <laughs> Thanks for the use of our theme song to Tim Ireland and the musician Coit. Coit. No jokes to be made there. His name's Coit. <laughs> uh, off of their collaborated album, Cautionary Campfire Tales. Uh, the song, of course, is the conspiracy song. You can find Tim's work at bloggershead.com and you can check out Coit's music on iTunes by searching his name spelled K O I T. You, of course, can find us on Facebook and Twitter at C Contortions. Um, if you have any conspiracy theories that you want to hear more about, if you just want to tell us how much this episode sucked, we already know, but feel free to give us that, mm. those words mm. of encouragement. You can email us at ccontortions at gmail.com. Yeah. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at the John Henry. Uh, and you guys, go ahead and just give them your stuff. We had a terrible time. Mm. I, wish, I wish I could undo it. <laughs> It's been an awful Monday. I'm not going to give you my Instagram or my Twitter because I'm ashamed of this. You can find Tyler at Buzz Has a Woody and you can find Scott at Scott J dot Moses. Scott J underscore Moses. Who knows? <laughs> That's actually the one. That's he's, the one. he's published. Scott has... Oh, gosh. Plug him. <laughs> Scott has things he's written. Check them out. Tyler, Say plugging him? Tyler might one day have a thing called Porgs in L.A. I, uh, it exists. I it's this. real. I do this. I have other projects in the works. I haven't started on them yet because I've been doing this. Tell and me about it. As you can it. see, this isn't going so well. So we'll see we if failed. I get other things off the ground or not. We are sorry. Hey. Are you we, about to lie to we, us right now? We, we, need, we need Aaron. We Honestly, I think it's because... Should we call him? Let's call Aaron. Yeah. We're going to finish off the let's night save, with Let's, let's try to save this podcast. Who you, can also, who you can also, by the way, you can find Aaron at Aaron.Shaver. Aaron. What time Shaver. is it in Ireland, though? It's like... Is this whole entire hostel two, going two to ten. kill him if they hear his phone ring? It's 2.10. Oh, he's probably at a, a bar or something. What? You have reached the voicemail box. Of it's dead. Does he Fuck have, him. Does he have phone calls turned off? Did he pay for that? No, he sleeps with his fucking phone on airplane mode. Oh, that sucks. The one time mm-hmm. I ha- I told him, I was like, what if I have... You have reached All right. the voice... No, he's, done. he's dead to me. 
<laughs> I, I had an emergency once. I was like, happen. what if I have an emergency? He was like, well, it's Don't not going to be me. So when I had an emergency, I need Aaron. I had to call Scott. I was like, hey. And of course, Scott didn't answer. I did? <laughs> I was like, hey, can you wake up Aaron? Because uh, I'm stuck at 7-Eleven. And I can't put my car in and drive. Oh. You remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was rough. And then I you like it. solved the problem on your own. I fixed it myself with YouTube. Did you see? Did Did either of you see the video of the, the fucking the pastor that let a snake bite him, and he was like, "If God wills it, I will live." However, his his father, who was the previous pastor, died doing that exact thing, and he was like, "If God wills it, I will live," and he let the snake bite him on the neck, and then started bleeding out, and they had to. And this is like. Like on the fucking mountains, they had to fucking rush him down to the nearest hospital. It's like, isn't that kind of huh. like fucking the God's plan? Like, you probably should have died. I mean, but like in my opinion, that's kind of a what natural selection, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, unfortunately, he lived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise the Lord! We took him to the hospital and he lived. Psychopaths, really. It's not great. Like, wow. hey. If, if God wills it, I will live because I'm not going to let a snake, a snake, snake, <laughs> what was that? Smack it. Smack it. <laughs> I'm going to let this smack it bite me on the neck. And if this smack it ain't kill me, God, he know. Turquoise Jeep guy. It been smoke. I will not, I will not let a snake, snake with an A. Bite me in the neck because snake with an ass. I'm <laughs> because it will most likely kill we'll get me. Get the ass on that snake. And if I hold, damn snake, you got a long body if, and a big booty. If I let a snake bite me in the neck, <laughs> uh, that's really funny. I don't know if it's as funny as it sounds, but it's really funny. Capital innuendo over there, beigeish, beigeish. All right, let's sign this fucker off. This is getting. Beige-ish. This was bad. This was this like, was this was a I feel bad the, day. This was a mistake. This was a bad day. I haven't had whiskey in so long. I can on a retake of episode three. We might just redo all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if we got to do? We'll brainwash your kids and use MKO drugs to hide what they did.